Hello, it's Haley. At the top of this episode, I have a super exciting announcement. We are officially part of Die Hard Dice's Dice Affiliate Sponsorship Program. We are excited about our partnership with this company that we love and have promoted for over a year now. You guys have all heard us talk about them on the show at least at one point or another. We use their dice all the time and are really excited about this. Be on the lookout for even more dice posts and announcements from us in the future regarding Die Hard Dice. Also, with this announcement, we have a new code for their website. Use hideous-oct for this month to get 15% off and support the show. So, we're really excited about this partnership and wanted to announce it. But now, I'll let you guys get into the episode. So, welcome to episode 115, S'more Plane Shift. and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 115. And some, some stuff happened last time. Uh, I feel like I should be anticipating planar travel, but before we get to that, Steve, what are you drinking? Hi, buddy. I am drinking an Oktoberfest from Wolf's Ridge Brewing. Haven't had one of these yet this year, so really looking forward to that. Oh, that's very good. That is very good. Brooks got me on the Oktoberfest kick now. I did a pick six today at the liquor store, and they're basically all Oktoberfests. Well, speaking of one of the six, I'd pick. Hey, Brooks. Oh. Are you also drinking an Oktoberfest? I am. Um, North High, again. But I've also got a couple other things right here in front of me. Um, one of them being tequila, because we have to use tequila. Uh, I am not working tomorrow, so I'm going to have tequila. Okay. Oh, folks, he's doing a full tequila shot right in front wow. of us. Even has a little shooter of lime juice to, to chase it up with. <laughs> Smart. I don't have a wedge, but. So, yeah. That. But I've also got. Uh, well, first thing I really, really wanted to say was that I don't think anybody's doing much planar travel right now with COVID and everything. <laughs> it's just not not safe. <sighs> But what we can do is travel by car. And part of that uh, is going to be a sidecar for Griffin, a sidecar seltzer. Shift this over (laughs) to you, Griffin. All right, cool. Do you want to shift it right back uh, to the car? Yeah. Uh, Why don't you just go ahead and try that when you get a chance another delicious delicious uh cocktail seltzer why are th- i don't understand why you're f- forcing these on griffin specifically we just want That's him to funny. try them <laughs> just wanted to try them all right speaking of trying them it smells like shit <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like shit and from now on you are a piece of shit for these transitions <laughs> you want to transition here you go. 
Which one is it? Thanks for this. Thanks for what he said. It's a sidecar. Oh, it is a sidecar. It tastes like a sidecar accident. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for letting me finish on that uh, intro. Well, speaking of something I won't finish, it's it's that social club. (laughs) (laughs) Haley, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a chill fizz. Philly Howard Seltzer. It tastes like Sprite. It's like a lemon lime. Well, actually, the exact flavor is lemon lime love. I don't know why. Hmm. Hmm. Makes you think, doesn't it? (laughs) Emily, you got the Patreon beverage. I do. What is it? Well, the drink is called Purple Dragon Cocktail, and it was suggested by Tristan or bipolar pop tart or whatever his name is right now and so i was expecting it to be purple but this drink has prune juice vodka lime juice sugar and ice and the prune juice is just brown and kind of it's not a thick consistency but it's like very opaque it doesn't look like juice it just tastes like prune juice, and it's kind of gross. It's not the worst thing I've ever had, but it's not pleasant. <laughs> it's not Honestly, pleasant. just this is a quick message to Tristan. Love hanging out with you. Love talking to you. Been great. Stop with the shitty drinks. Mm, prune juice. Maybe we should be. We should all be drinking a little bit of that to get us loose and ready to record. No. Uh, the drink I actually did bring is a White Claw Tangerine just in case anybody wanted to know I'm not drinking these social clubs of my own volition that's fine (laughs) we just we just want them gone every day we get a little closer to Herbert's death (laughs) technically yes so I agree with that so We don't have to roll off because I'm drinking next time. When last we met our heroes, they finished a combat against several dimensional shamblers. They were not transported to another plane, but Eclipse found herself in Abaddon in a, what looks like a wizard study. And she received a note from that mysterious figure A that has kind of popped up intermittently in this campaign. Finally, uh, Freya was able to make contact with her, so the party knows that she's on Abaddon. And then Matumbe picked up a, an axe and, uh, Went fine. and made a deal with the Lopper. And so that's where we find ourselves now. And I thought today, today's recording would be a good time to wear one of my Ghost Inside t-shirts. Oh, I love it. I didn't notice that. I'm so glad you mentioned it. Oh, yeah. Well, it appears we should get going then. Hold on a second. Something's not right here. I knew that axe was trouble. Let me see your arm. Why don't you just put that thing down for a second? There's no time to waste, Freya. You better put it down, or at least let me get a good look at you. I can assure you I am in fine health. Thank you very much. Freya, 
whether he wants this or not, uh, without getting, I guess, a good look, she would like to do a check on his arm. Is that a heel check or a... Uh, it's a nothing check if he doesn't present it. So uh, you could sense motive here. Okay. 22. 22. What's Matumbe's base? Um, I guess bluff. Uh, plus seven. Okay. So his DC would be a 17. You you notice that something's up with him. You're not really sure what, but he's not usually that standoffish when you offer help. Please, we have many miles to go to Thrushmore. It's imperative we get moving now. It's important that we're all in the best shape possible. I've touched that axe before. And it had quite a bit of negative energy in it. That's why I didn't want to touch it. Freya, I know you are good at heart. Perhaps this axe didn't, uh, did not agree with you. My moral compunctions are a bit more fluid. I get along with it just fine. Would Ebert need to do a sense motive to see... To notice the tension here that clearly wasn't before. Yeah, you could do a sense motive on Freya. Okay. Because I think... Um, I think realistically it's like the tension would be coming from Freya. Where she's realizing like something's off. Okay. Can you use my dragon scale dice from Die Hard? Uh, did not do me too good. Seven. Seven. So that's not going to beat Freya's, like, what I'm calling base DC is just a 10 plus whatever your bluff is, because you're not actively trying to bluff each other in this moment. Uh, but you don't you don't really sense that anything's off. You haven't been with the party long enough. You might think that this is just a normal interaction between Freya and Matumbe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's definitely what, what I'm picturing and very well. Um... Uh, the, uh, well, Freya, if there is any reason why you might think that me, we wouldn't want to get going, uh, why don't we let Matumbe lead the way and, uh, we can just, uh, follow up behind? Thank you, Abit. Finally, some sense. Freya realizes she's not getting anywhere here in the conversation, uh, but she will now be keeping an eye on both party members because something is up with Matumbe and she still doesn't fully trust Air Bear yet. So great for, for party trust right now. Guess lose a cliff, everything falls apart. Yeah, sure there's does. no one to deflect to now. <laughs> <laughs> so you continue on the road to Thrushmore, and you're able to make it in another day of travel. I'll say uh, because you you set off kind of in the wee hours of the morning, you make it there by early evening, maybe four or five o'clock. The the shops and stuff are still open. Um, there, there is a bustle in the streets um, in this kind of shadowy town. The town sits 
on the shore of Avalon Bay, uh, you see off in the distance an island that appears to have some buildings and maybe even shrines on it as well. It's uh, It looks like it would be a short boat trip to get there, but the main meat of the town is along the shore. What are you doing? Quickly, if we are to chase down our friend Eclipse on another plane of existence, we are going to need some materials to get there. I have never been to Thrushmore, but perhaps there is some sort of store where we could find these things. Um, Griff, could there be some sort of gather information check? Didn't Air Bear say he knew someone? Oh, that's right. Uh, you could you could gather some information. That would be a diplomacy check. Can Air Bear just do like a knowledge local to? Well, I I guess we know where the 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 main street where most of the shops would be. So we would probably gravitate towards there if we knew that we had to go buy stuff. Yeah, I could roll like a gather information diplomacy at a plus fourteen. I could try to aid. All right, dragon. I is gonna try to aid as well. Dragon skill dice do me better. <laughs> dragon scale dice did not do me well. Um, four on the die. That's gonna bring me up to an eighteen. Gosh darn it! Freya I should have rolled for and that. Sounds for, like you aid too. Uh, yeah, ninety twenty on that one. Oh, so, nice. Twenty-two. Matumbe, you know that. In Thrushmore, um, you would reasonably, it's a, it's a large town, so you'd pretty reasonably be able to get uh, any supplies you would need. Mm-hmm. It's got a spellcasting level, just in mechanics terms, of sixth, okay. so you could receive spellcasting services up to sixth level, which, uh, which then means that you could probably buy like scrolls and wands up to six level spells. Sure. In addition, the purchase limit in this town is. Um, is around 10,000 gold, but with, you know, some exceptions. So you should be pretty good to go to find whatever you might need. Um, Herbert, you mentioned as you're on the kind of main drag of shops, you mentioned that uh, you think you, you might have relatives in this town. I thought you guys... Might have already guessed. Uh, all of the uh, last call. Uh, yes, it's uh, run by other uh, rat folk, and well, uh, we all know each other. So uh, you are of the lost calls. <laughs> I I guess if you believe. Um, want to label us uh, like that? that sure. Very yeah. advantageous. Freya and I are rewards card holding members. <laughs> and you say there is a franchise here. Is Freya? Wait. Yes. Yes. Because okay. we went back after mm-hmm. book two. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, we bought stuff there. Yep. I don't know if I got your annual membership, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just me, then. I'm sorry. Uh, certainly, uh... I mean, we. I mean, one in uh, every uh, major town, I guess. I mean, there is no reason why we wouldn't uh, want to expand. And so you look up and down the main drag, and you do, in fact, find a 
Lost Co. franchise. This one, um, because you're so close to the water, this one is actually above ground. It uh, looks to be in a... It's a strange building. It it only... It looks like a normal storefront, but it looks like it extends pretty far back. The alleyways, uh, you see like the other buildings end and this building just keeps going. <laughs> they just built over the easement? It, it, it's they like, give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, on, it's on the side of town that's away from uh, Avalon Bay, so the, the landward side, mm-hmm. and so it, it can take up a little bit of extra space. While we're, like, gathering information and then walking over to the shop, Freya hasn't, uh, she was helping out with gathering information, but she was also watching Matumbe and how he was interacting and, like, what he was doing with his axe that he's now holding. Um, Does she notice anything, like, different from what he was doing previous Matumbe? Yeah, make a perception check. 17. With a 17, you eventually notice the, the mark on his arm that you saw before. Uh, you think it it looks kind of similar to the ribbon Eclipse always had. Uh, you also notice something very apparent. Matumbe's holy book isn't on his... Um, it's not like holstered. It's in his bag. Oh, <laughs> that's really bad. Very interesting. Oh no. Hmm. That is extremely unsettling news for Freya because Matumbe is primarily like an inquisitor who is so dedicated to Verasma and the teachings within the book and it's not out. He has the axe out. Yeah, the meta game like implications there. Wow. Well, Freya would know how important that book is. Well, yeah, that to him. Yeah. Like he probably has like almost always had it out for as long as she's known him. Yes. She is going to shift from watching both party members to pretty much just uh, trying to keep an eye on Matumbe now. See what's up. Yeah, just a just a subtle change. Yeah, and I'm driving to get to that shop. I would say that um, normally I would probably roll some sort of sense motive, just or, uh, even at like a, a significant penalty, just to pick up if you're like like watching me, you know. Um, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't think you I'm have driven. to because yeah. um, the voice in your head. Hey, big guy. Pretty sure our friend over there is watching you. She's been keeping an eye on you ever since uh, ever since you picked up the axe. Just, you know, don't let her get in the way or I, things are going to get complicated. I wonder why that would be that. Well, if you slip up, you know what the uh, consequences are, don't you? I am quite aware. You need not remind me. You do your part, I'll do mine. Just keep an eye out is all I'm saying. And you make it to Losco, and a 
stout kind of husky rat folk man is uh, is working the counter and he looks up as uh, as the bell to the to the uh, store door rings hey oh um you, you guys got uh membership cards Freya and I have membership cards and I would take out my membership card and show him. All right, all right. Uh, it's got like a sketch of Matumbe's face <laughs> on it. This, this one's not your uh, your normal branch, is it? No, no. We are patrons of the Leopardstadt establishment. Oh, oh, Max and Mary. Yes. You know, Max. Uh, Max, my cousin. He, he and I go way back. I would love to hear your stories about Max, your cousin. And all of the things you did back in the day. But we are driven, my my friend. We are on a mission. We need to stock up and move as quickly as possible. Well, uh, you know, don't let me stand in the way there. I, I'm i Marvin. Uh, pleasure. Oh, wait. I oh, can't. my stars. Is that you, Air Bear? I cannot uh, believe that you did not recognize me. The... Well, you I know, am... last time I saw you, you were uh, you were just a kind of tiny little squirt there. Yeah, well, it could have been the hood, and he'll take down his hood. And oh, it is uh, so good to see you again. It's your it's your second cousin Marvin. You remember? Yes, of course. You remember? We uh, uh, we met when? Oh, uh, geez, you must have been. Oh, how how young was he there? You know, he was like maybe eight. Well, uh, of course, uh, you know how big those, uh, gatherings get. Well, you know. So uh, many people, so many, uh, you have to meet. It's, I, I very much so hope, uh, that you don't take offense to it. I was very young. Oh, no, 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 not at all. I mean, it's hard to get the whole family together there any times, you know, uh, even the potlucks, you know, you get a hundred of us, uh, you know, get a little little tipsy. We're uh, we're just having a good time. This is very true, and oh, and don't even uh, get me started on the swarms. Oh yeah, <laughs> so oh, great fun, but you know, swarming, uh, swarming oh. with all all the cousins. Everybody loves to, you know, we get a nice. Uh, you know, they get a potluck. Everybody gets nice and full. We all head into the swarm. Oh, it's, oh, it's, just, it's just the funniest time that I remember getting into a giant swarm and scaring off all the, the normal folk. Oh, it was a great time. Yeah, you know, sometimes I think, like, maybe that's why we're not as popular of a chain as, like, we maybe used to be but uh hey you know uh we treat our members like family and you know what that means you still got your discount here buddy oh that is always welcome and uh i mean look at the uh uh the suit that uh max was able to uh hold on to it's very nice. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes he's got some connections. Uh, he used to be in Absalom. You know, the rest of us over here, we're just trying, right? You know, it's it's kind of hard to get uh, get some goods. We may not be as well stocked as the Leopardstat at Losco, but uh, if you're shopping, I mean, I'm sure we can find something for you. How's the folks? 
I just want to take a, a, a hair of a pause here. There's been some weird tension between Frey and Matumbe this this whole episode. Um, but when they start talking about how the family would get drunk and swarm up on people, that's when he gives Freya the like side eye, one eyebrow raise, like, what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Freya has clearly been watching him, so of course she catches that look and gives back a look of bewilderment, like, <laughs> what is going on here? We don't know this guy at all, and this is... Well, it's me, Marvin, your local Osco uh, regional manager. <laughs> well, I guess uh, that means that... Uh, the word has not gotten to you yet. Oh. What do you mean there, uh, Air Bear? They are, they are dead. Uh, along with all of uh, the other children on this, unless they were somehow able to escape that I have not been able to track down a fire. Oh, God. Is that how it happened then? Big fire? The Night Harrows. They found the Warren. And I I don't know how they could have. We were so careful not to tell anybody. And they, they must have been planning it for a while, too. Because when I finally reached it as it was on fire all these doors were sealed including the emergency exits I could hear their screams I will never forget the children's screams and how they pierced right through me. They must have been burning so hot because I I tried to somehow uh, break the seals off of the doors, but I nearly, I, I in fact did uh, burn off all of the hair on my hands or all of the fur and I still could not get it they were sealed magically somehow the only thing that I could do for them is promise that I would avenge them in their deaths through the ventilations as I knew that they were taking their last breaths. Oh my dear, you know I I'm so sorry to hear that. Your your mother Henrietta, she was always so sweet at the at the family gatherings. Oh I mean that just sounds horrible. Yes. You know, it is, um, it is family policy. You gotta tell, uh, you know, there's way too many of us to maybe 
maybe notify right away. It makes sense that maybe I wouldn't have heard about it, but you got to notify corporate so we can blacklist them. <laughs> these, these, these night heroes seem like, you know, we wouldn't want them shopping at any Lost Coes around the, around the, around the inner sea, you know? Yes. Uh, absolutely. Burned out an entire division of the family. Not allowed to shop here anymore. Sorry, you're banned. I'm sorry. Your, your, your coin is no good here. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, I am. It's still a bit fresh for me. So if you don't don't mind, I I'd rather not go to. Uh, into it anymore no the- I, I totally understand I just wow that's a that's a blow to the to the whole family there I'm very sorry to hear it yes but you know I'm 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 really trying to stay on the upside here why don't you meet Matumbe and Freya uh, the well, I actually quite recently met them, but they are great people. Hello there, valued customers. Good to be back at the Lost Co franchise. Well, with uh, with all that unpleasantness, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of in the mood for for some cheese and wine. I don't know if anybody else is, but uh, I've got some cheese curds out back. You know, we could uh, maybe a couple ales. Uh, if any of you want wine, we got we got wine coolers. Um, but uh, I, I assume I assume you guys came here to shop, right? Yes, uh, yes. It was Marvin, right? Yeah. Yes, Marvin. If it is all the same, death comes for all of us eventually, and we are shopping here to prevent one of our own family from being killed. Mm, that seems we- like a pretty nihilistic point of view to look at life, but. That's all right. Uh, it, it, it takes all kinds, doesn't it? It sure does. If we're her, we can still save her. She doesn't have to be lost to this world. Well, um, at Lostco, we're in the business of getting people not lost. Uh, that's the thing I just came up with. We better better uh, run it up the chain of corporate. <laughs> I bet they're uh, bet they're gonna love that one. Um, what what can I do you for? You know what what are you what are you shopping for? What can I get you? Besides my deepest sympathies. <laughs> you want to go first, mm-hmm. Emily? Sure, I'll do individual items, and then we can do like the group stuff that we need to get Eclipse back. Sure. I'm gonna need to be a little bit stronger with my spells where we're going. I think I could use something that will extend the duration of my buffs. Do you have some fairly powerful metamagic rods? Oh yeah, there's a couple out back in the uh, in the metamagic magic rod rack. Um, let me see. We got all kinds. Uh, you said you needed uh, needed to extend some spells. Yeah, we were in quite a pinch just a few days ago and having spells and buffs that last a little bit longer would have really saved the day. Hmm. Well, um, and he pulls out like a measuring tape. He's like, well, I don't want you to carry one. It's like way too big. 
Um, <laughs> and he, he goes into the back and he pulls out kind of like a gnarled wooden rod and it has uh, carved into it like rudimentarily, I guess is a word, um, uh, the head of a hawk on the on the top of it. And it you can see there are uh, topaz inlaid in the eyes and you can really see the eyes like almost sharp like the actual animal. Yeah, I think this one will uh, probably do. Perfect. Thank you very much. And she'll hand over the the gold. Maybe while that's happening, Matumbe is just kind of shopping around because he didn't really know what he wanted going in here. Uh, swings by the little wand repository and grabs a cure light wounds wand. Everybody needs one. Mm-hmm. Um, shuffles through the, the iron stones. Hmm. In the Leopardstad location, they had these pale green ones. Ikma bought one to help his attacks. I should get one myself. Marvin, do you have anything like that? Oh, hey, sorry, I'm helping another customer. Hold on, I'll be right over there. And he, like, scurries over. Well, what was it you were looking for? Like, uh, a kind of like a pale green green guy over there? That'll do. Oh, I, I got, uh... Um, Guide my new blade. Do you, uh, do you want, uh... I got two kinds. I got one that does, like, the attacking stuff and, uh, one that does, like, the, uh... I think it does, like, the defending stuff. I haven't worn one. They say the best defense is a good offense. That's what my, uh, my, uh, Avalon Bay Packers always say. Um, <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I got one right here. You know, you can, you can take that. You can enjoy it. Uh, it, for some gold, of course. Of course, of course. And then Matumbe looks up and in, in the, in the winter display, it says just in from Leopardstat. And there's this newsboy cap straight out of Peaky Blinders. And he walks over, picks it up, and tries it on. And he tries on the Leopardstad investigator's hat. Is this for sale as well, Marvin? I mean, nothing in this store isn't. Except for me, of course. I see. Well, then I will be making this purchase as well. What is it? It's the Leopardstad investigator's hat, which gives me a plus two competence bonus on all knowledge checks to identify monsters and if I do identify a monster then when um, I would have rolled a knowledge check to get that and all of my knowledges have free inspiration tied to them it basically locks in that inspiration die that I can use against that monster in an attack skill check or um, save in within like a minute that's tight how much is that guy seven grand okay it was between that and me airing like a weapon or armor upgrade, but uh, Matume does not have time to be dropping shit off to get upgraded, so. Oh, that looks kind of nice on you, you know, and you got your uh, you got your weird, like, necromancy, uh, uh, what is it, like a circlet or something you're wearing, but uh, it looks nice over that. I think they complement each other. Mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far, but you know, mm. it's Losco. We're not really uh, the fashion capital, uh, Galarian. All right. I think that's all the personal stuff we needed. But now we need some gear to get uh, Eclipse back. 
Yes. So while after Freya gets her items, she starts kind of going through her knowledge about what it's going to take to get to another plane and then find Eclipse. And so in her mind, um, she knows in order to get to another plane, she's going to need forked rods for um, the plane we're trying to get to. So we need a forked rod for Abaddon. And we also need a forked rod for the material plane to be able to get back. And then once we get there, we're going to need to have some way of figuring out where she's at. So like a scroll of scrying. And we're also gonna need to be able to teleport to her because Freya knows teleport or plane shifting is not very precise, at least with, at her ability, not like those- uh, Dimensional shamblers. Yes, dimensional shamblers. She's going to be miles away from where she's trying to get to. So we're going to need to be able to teleport to where Eclipse is at. Um, so just walking around, is she able to like see a shelf of scrolls or like a little turnstile with a bunch of forked rods? Well, I think uh, Marvin would ask you what you're looking for. Uh, what what exactly, uh, what else are you going to be needing for, uh, you know, you said you were, you might have been uh, going to another plane or something? Our friends trapped in Abaddon. Do you happen to have a forked rod that's tuned to that plane? Ah, uh, yeah, that's going to be in our camping section. Uh, most people actually like to use them. <laughs> most people use them for cooking marshmallows, but uh, yeah, we, we got, uh, we definitely got one for Abaddon. Do you need like the... The way back, you know, usually people uh, that actually use these guys know that you gotta, you know, it's it's like a one-way ticket or something. Yes, please. I don't think that plan's gonna be a fun camping trip. We'll definitely need to come home. Well, I mean, I'm sure you'll find a fire. You'll probably be able to use it still at Abaddon for, you know, cooking all your marshmallows and stuff. As long as, uh, uh, you know, we're selling them. Uh, they come in a pack with a, with a jumbo marshmallow pack. If, um, you know, if you're interested, it's only, it, they come in a bundle, right? It, it only costs, uh, you know, an extra two coppers to get a marshmallow. I mean, you could probably feed a whole uh, Warren with all these marshmallows. Uh, jumbo bag is quite a bit. So, uh, I mean, it would, it's a steal here. Freya, I strongly suggest it. But maybe that's the salesman in me from when we all had to work in at least some. We also got extendable kids. tuning forks. You know, if you don't want to burn your hands and you want to kind of like stretch one of these guys out over the fire. We don't need Very this handy. marshmallows. We have trail rations in the packs. I'm just telling you, sometimes you need something sweet when you're on the road, especially uh, especially in Abaddon. I doubt they got any sweets over there. You know, I get a, I get a sweet tooth, you know. I, it's like, it's all cheese and sugar for me. Oh, we certainly know that, uh, Marvin. But Freya, on the other hand, they do not go bad. Maybe a little still, yes, but... They don't really go bad. Well, he's been on the family camping trips. He knows how good they are. <laughs> you could munch on those for days. 
At this point, I think uh, I think Air Bear's just getting nostalgic <laughs> for these marshmallows. All right, she'll let him throw it in the cart. Um, That's right, Marvin. You just <laughs> you're killing it in the sales. We just got upsold. Uh, it's just it's that tactical business acumen you've always had. That's what uh, that's what Great Grandma Cheeks always said. You know, we'll also knit a few scrolls. I can't, I'm not powerful enough to be able to transport us straight to our friend or even get a good look at her location. Do you have some scrolls of teleportation? Oh my, trying? do we ever. Uh, but you, uh, we, we got all the components, but you're probably going to need to find like, um, you know, something to look through. You ever you ever done the scrying thing before? It's kind of like you know when you when you when you're trying to watch the uh, the Packers game and uh, you know you don't got tickets, so you gotta you gotta kind of look at them uh, through through like a piece of like a little little puddle or something, or you know you could use a mirror. The mirrors are quite expensive, aren't they? Oh yeah, you know. You, you, but sometimes if you get a big screen mirror for your whole family, like if you buy it around the time that um, that they're going to do that big old uh, that big old mega bowl, then uh, they're usually half off. But yeah, they're they're pretty expensive there. Can you create water? Make a puddle? I, I definitely a, don't it, have it prepared, but let me check if I can. I think it's a claret can uh Orson. Yeah, it should be an Orson for you. Yeah, it is. So uh, I I think the puddle will do just fine for us. We're not uh, we don't need anything too fancy. We just want to find a friend. Oh yeah, you know I I worked on uh, I've been I watched stuff from a uh, from a puddle once when I had to, but you know the experience is just so spectacular when you're watching it on a mirror. They they don't have the. Uh the the dish to pick up the the real channels that you want uh, the red zone when you can scry on multiple different uh, games at one time yeah you know usually I take uh, I take a couple of dishes and I fill them all with water and then I can see a couple of things going on at once yeah. see yeah they they are behind the times on and see big go- ball you know, I've game. Been, I've been playing reality football, and uh, you know my teams are my my teams kind of losing, but I kind of gotta watch all the games at the same time. But yeah, we got uh, you know here's a he kind of pulls out this big ass flip book, and it, it looks like a binder that you can kind of clip scrolls in and out of, and he clips out a um, a scroll of teleportation and a scroll of scrying perfect i think that is all we're gonna need so of course freya uh pays for the items and i think we should have enough to be able to get to abaddon and hopefully find eclipse yay hey there cousin it was great seeing you come back come back to the uh you know the trustmore one anytime you're in town you know we're we're open all the time. You know, one of one of the others in the family probably might be uh, man in the man in the front desk. Absolutely, is it is always a pleasure uh, 
to uh, to see you, Marvin. And a lot of times I hear on the streets that Lastco is known for the samples, but really people come for the customer service. Oh yeah, you know, uh, really, really underrepresented in our in our brand image, but I think it's equally as important. Well, uh, keep up the good work. Keep yourself safe. Uh, we're we're hoping to we're hoping to at least get uh, you know if everything you said is true, it's a it's a damn shame. But we're hoping to get you at the next uh, next time we uh, we're swarming. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, we're have some family from TNJ coming in. You know, I don't usually get to swarm with uh, with that part of the family. So weird. Oh, very, uh, that is very tempting, and mm, of course, uh, Max and Oma say uh, say hello as well. Yeah, I hope their kids are doing all right. You know, last I heard, they were getting into the magical item crafting business, uh, training them up right, training up those kids right. Last uh. Last I spoke with them, uh, they were doing good, and uh, next time I see them, I'll tell them that you say hello as well. Oh, of course, uh, send them. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll send them. A, I'll send them a thing of cheese curds. I think they'll love it. Oh, see, that's just the, uh, the greatest, and. Matsumbe leaves. <laughs> this is such a Minnesotan goodbye. It's perfect, but it's so long. No, I got a casserole in the oven, though. If you guys, you know, if you got more time, you know, I know. I just know, a little bit. You did say you were, you know, it's gonna be urgent, but it's a tater tot casserole, and I could, uh, you know, I could at least get you a to-go baggies, you know. <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> Yeah, we I need to be finding a clip. I think Friday. Send you in the baggie like, anyway. <laughs> tell Don't me worry, how, it'll only get a little soggy if you let it. Tell me how your school is going. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is done. <laughs> you know, Losco University. <laughs> Try to train us up. Okay. I can't believe you're still drinking that seltzer. I'll really, finish it. I. See, it's alcohol and it's here. I drank all my beef fizz. So I can drink all of this. So, you guys have purchased all of your items. What's going on now? Well, we need some time. I know Freya's got to prepare some stuff. Scrying's going to take at least an hour. Um, what time of day is it, Griff? It's probably early, right? Uh, well, I well, told you guys. Oh, well, we you, did travel. Since you set off. Um, since you set off like in the wee hours of the morning, you made it here early evening. So, with that shopping, it's probably only like six or seven o'clock. Okay. So you have some time to do something if you want to. I would just want to find an inn, check in, uh, and be ready to go first thing tomorrow morning with all our right spells prepared and everything good to go. But Tumay's pretty driven right now. He doesn't. There's nothing else he wants to do. So, uh, during that conversation, there was a a group brought up by Air Bear, uh, Knight. The Knight Arrows. Arrows. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. something Freya can make a knowledge check on, or is this a completely unknown group? 
that would be, uh, I mean, it would be a knowledge local. I'd maybe allow you to do um, religion to tie it to something. Freya does not have knowledge local, so she does have religion, but if it would just be to tie it, I don't know if it would do much good. You could give it a shot. Eight. Eight. Yeah, yeah, you... (laughs) You hear that, uh, you think they must be bad people if they burn down a whole warren of rat folk, but uh, you don't know anything about them. Bummer. All right. I think we're just finding an inn. I don't think we really had anything else to do. Uh, If you could use the rest of your spells on uh, healing, that'd be great. Freya definitely would heal up the party, uh, and as she's doing that, uh, she will ask Matumba if he sticks around for healing. Yes. I need just a little bit. Okay. So while she's healing, uh, she asks, what do you think we can expect in Abaddon? I don't know too much about planes. Abaddon is a place of evil, that much I know. Um, and this is when I'm going to roll my knowledge plans check. All right, Griff? Sure. She's going to try to aid. Oh, God. Not successful. Trash city. Uh, 23. 23. You know that Abaddon is in the outer sphere of planes, uh, and it runs adjacent to the river Styx. Mm-hmm. You would know that kind of stuff being a worshiper of Phrasma, probably. You know that it's the neutral evil plane. Mm-hmm. So much like hell would be the lawful evil and the abyss would be the chaotic evil Abaddon is the neutral evil. And so you know that it is uh, filled with daemons. Okay. Um, so that's that's kind of the denizens you would expect there. One thing that you know, because you are a worshiper of Phrasma, is that even though she is not a daemon, Ergothoa's deific realm is in Abaddon mm-hmm. and if anything from Eclipse's uh, Eclipse's note back said anything you know I think you, you were talking about like the undead in the streets and stuff uh, it makes sense that that might be where she is would I know the name of that uh, you know it's blood rot okay yeah oh Freya, it worries me to say it seems we are headed to the heart of this beast. Remember the temple that we just left underground where Orin Vrood took up residence, the temple to Ergothoa? Of course. How could I forget such a horrific display? Well, Ergothoa, one of the sworn enemies of the Lady of Greys, takes up residence in Abaddon. Specifically in a small demi-plane within this plane called Blood Rot. Sounds a lot like what Eclipse described to us in the message. One thing that I would say, just so we don't get it twisted, mm-hmm. it's not a demi-plane within the plane. Oh, sorry. It's yeah. just a city. Okay, it's just a city. Abaddon. Uh, but y- you would, you would kind of know that Abaddon is mostly a barren wasteland mm-hmm. with these cities that kind of dot it they're they're like they're usually demon holds and that kind of thing but in the case of Ergothoa it's just her huge necropolis gotcha 
when we transport there to Abaddon, from what I know of plane shifting, it's an imprecise science. Once we get there, we're going to want to make tracks directly to this blood rot. There is no chance of being transported somewhere where we could not be able to further transport? What, what other kind of dangers are we expecting here? It's a plane of demons in the undead. Well, Too many things you see there is hostile. The, but uh, see that you are thinking so one-dimensionally. What about what the terrain? What do you know about Abaddon? What about the terrain that we are going on? What about the weather? I know none of these things. Uh, if anyone else wants to give me a planes... No, I... I mean, I, I tried to aid Matumbe. You can make your own role. Okay. Uh, Matumbe, I, I... I did not mean to <laughs> be offensive in any sort of way, but I... Do you think I would withhold information from you? Well, Frey I mean, gives him a side eye. Yes. <laughs> but doesn't say anything. She nods her head, <laughs> sticks out her tongue, <laughs> flips him off, <laughs> turns away. There, there are just many more things than just people that you have to worry about. As, uh, clearly, we are going into an urban setting. We likely won't necessarily hit a town. I can make sure we get to the plane. But I can't really get a good location down. We could be very far from a city or we could pop right in the middle. I can't really help that. But we do know that Eclipse was able to survive and at least send a message back. She didn't say anything about the air being difficult to breathe or the temperature not being sustainable. I think we'll survive on the plane. It's likely more the creatures there that we need to worry about. Yeah, I think the the scariest response Matumbe could give, which is something that he knows, is that the realm of Abaddon is immeasurable. Mm. It's literally infinite and so when you think of Abaddon it just extends there are other planes that do the same thing and there are specific areas there but you could be walking in a wasteland until you die we better get that teleportation right uh, is is there any chance that we might need to blend in somewhere or try to s sneak around Matumbe? You clearly. This again? is this is something I'm going to give for a knowledge local check. Okay. It would be local to the plane. We've already done a planes check, but I will give you a knowledge local check for this okay. one. That is a good question. Same garbage, garbage roll. Um, oh, no. 23. 
With a 23, Matumbe, you do know that... I'm a natural one. Yeah. I, I can't believe that goes to a 23. Well, I, I had mean, inspira- like, a high inspiration. Yeah. I had five off the inspiration. You, you do know that there are areas in Abaddon that mortals actually exist in. And so while it might be hard in a place like Blood Rot to blend in because mm-hmm. that is not really even daemons, it's, it's the, the undead... undead yeah. There are other areas where mortals are as common as daemons, but they're kept there and they're like tortured there. It's not really like a. There. There's the potential that mortals travel this plane because it's not a it's not a dangerous plane in terms of inherent like actually inherently yeah. da- like the plane is killing you, but there's. There's about as many mortals in some areas as daemons, which is an interesting thing. Okay. And Matumbe passes this along? Yes, yes. There are mortals there. We could blend in. We just don't know where we're going. That is why I say prepare for anything. But if they are, they are going to be, they are certainly not going to be of uh, high social standing we should at least act as and dress maybe like the slaves there so Freya just ruffle your hair a bit I'll uh, get <laughs> just ruffle your hair you look slavish enough <laughs> I guess I'll mat uh, some of the fur. Uh, Matumbe. Uh, Lose the uh, <laughs> just, just. I will pretend <laughs> to be no one's slave. I will not be taking your advice. Thank you very much. <laughs> I won't be very good at fitting in other than wearing fairly simple clothes, but I can give us an advantage over undead. I can try to hide us. It'll work best if they're unintelligent. You are... Matumbe, you are being a a bit uh, unhelpful here. We know that you clearly have the most knowledge, but not doing anything to maybe benefit the whole entire party here. I do not know where we are going to end up. Abaddon is an endless plane. But we do know that we need to I get not into going the to city. We need to go get into the I city. I will pretend to be nobody's slave. I am not arguing with you. This conversation is over. Very well. I'll take consideration. That's what you know about Abaddon. Are you heading there? Freya does not have the proper spells prepared at this moment, so she would need to rest because uh, Plane Shift is a fifth level spell for her, and she's going to prepare two so we can actually get back, hopefully, in one day. Yeah. All right, I think we... Matumbe, you can't rest. Okay. I feel like this is taking a little longer than I wanted. Listen, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt this time, alright? We better be fucking heading there tomorrow. Why do you think we are resting it so we can? 
Think with your head for once. <laughs> Whatever's in my head is in your head too. Well then use my knowledge and know what I know. We can't do this tonight. Your knowledge is that you're powerless to do anything to get there. And you're acting in tandem with the one person in this party that's questioning you. And you're not doing a very fucking good job at deflecting, are you? If I'm powerless to get there, then so are you. <laughs> I can force you to go buy something, buddy. But you haven't bought anything, have you, to get us there ourselves? So now we're relying on her. Well, let's see how this plays out. And you can be angry with me tomorrow if it doesn't work. All right. So uh, you don't take the Gaius penalty, the quest spell penalty. Sweet. You do take fatigue. Ooh, I don't like that. All right. That's two for you. (laughs) He he takes fatigue after sunrise, right? After sunrise, yes. So you are two down the track of the Lopper's corruption. Okay. All right. I'm sure we we each get our own rooms at the inn, and yeah, I mean you can more than afford that as ninth level characters. Yeah. Uh, you head to the um, the Hook Trident, and you fall asleep. Very nice. What are you guys doing in the morning? Freya spends some time in the morning preparing her spells and getting ready to shift to another plane. All right. I guess Matumbe comes downstairs to the the common room of this inn. Um, Bloodshot looking eyes. Looks like he maybe got two, three hours worth of sleep. Yeah. Tossing and turning. He looks a little ragged. um, And he's got the newsboy cap down low over his eyes. Is uh, any things? Have you guys uh, at least uh, traveled the uh, planes before? Something that I can expect? A uh, bit uh, uneasiness? Uh, should I bring some uh, bubble gum uh, to pop my ears uh, if I need to? Are there any crying babies on this planar travel? <laughs> the biggest thing you must be ready for is the uncertainty of where we'll land. Who knows what we'll find? You should be just fine, though, when we shift. I can keep us pretty stable. And she'll look at Matumbe. Is he still, like, got the axe out and the book is nowhere in sight? Right. She looks at the axe and then looks up at his tired face. She gets a little closer to him, trying to talk in a little bit more of a hushed tone. I can see you're going through something. You're not acting like yourself. I can help you, but you need to let me in. We'll work better as a team. You can trust me. You know that. I appreciate what you do, Freya. But wouldn't you say matters of the soul are more my area of expertise? So it's your soul that's I'm handling this. (laughs) 
Your pride's gonna be your downfall in this. I'm good at healing and removing afflictions. That axe did something to you. Something worse than what it did to me. And what did it do to you? It shocked me with some negative energy. It's not a good item. Interesting, you never told me about this before. And now that I hold it, you're all worried about me and my mental state. Could it be that you want the axe for yourself? I'm never touching that thing again. I want no part of it. There's something wrong with it. Eclipse was, I'm sure, afflicted by it. She was not always in control. Can you maintain control? Number one, rude. Number two, uh, classic reverse psychology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fran, make a perception check. I rolled a one, so that's a 13. Yeah, you're just hanging on his last words. Begrudgingly. All right, do we want to do the scrying before we go, or do we want to plane shift and, like, start all that? I believe we should do scrying first, because that takes a pretty significant amount of time. Okay. After that disappointing conversation with Matumbe, Freya gets a bowl or bucket of some sort, uh, creates water inside, and she looks into it and pulls out the scroll of scrying and uh, will gather everyone around so that they can see the location. Uh, but she spends some time looking into the water, going over the scroll, and trying to pull uh, Eclipse's image into mind. And there is a save for scrying, uh, but we did warn Eclipse about the scrying. What's the save? Would the, well, would the scrying even happen if it, like, wouldn't that only happen if it's involuntary? Scrying? The save would only happen if it's involuntary and you've notified Eclipse that. Yeah. Yeah, so if she doesn't try to resist it, I believe. I can pull it up though. Yeah, so it's just if they succeed on a will save. So if she automatically would fail when I try it, um, that's up to her. And we do have one of her possessions. So she's at a minus four, but she gets a plus five uh, because she's on a different plane. And we're also very familiar, so that negates the plane bonus. Okay. Uh, so we get to see her for uh, one minute per level. So I mean, they would probably be like a decent level for uh, preparing the scroll. So we should get a few minutes of yeah. viewing Eclipse yeah, and seeing the location. Um, so you look into the water and what was that save that Eclipse would have had to make? 
would be a DC 24. Okay. So you look into the water and you see this wizard's sanctum and you see Eclipse there and you see her right now kind of pacing the room she's she seems anxious anxiously awaiting you probably Um, there are a couple books open on the desk it looks like she may have been reading but the interior of this building is really all you see until you see a face and it's shadowy and clouded but it looks up at you from the pool and smiles at you and shakes its head shakes its head no make me a will save Oh no. Oh. oh no. I rolled a one, so that's Emily, a, you are you, rolling trash. Tonight. I know, this is the, my second one. Can you please in a roll. roll a new die? I have been. I have been going through all of them, but you know, I haven't been using the new scale ones. I'm gonna switch to the scale ones. Take four points of wisdom damage. What? Ooh, bit late wow. for uh, the scale die there. And you just see this face staring back at you, and and then it pans back to a figure, and you see the eye burned into their shoulder, and you feel. Your mental facility is fleeting. You take that wisdom damage. But you do have a mental picture of where Eclipse is. Well, if you don't have uh, Lesser Restoration prepared, I apparently have a scroll of it. I still have uh, charges on the wand. Yeah, you have that oh, wand. So, yeah, she would use that. So this clearly didn't go well. Uh, would the rest of the party be able to tell? <laughs> no. Then can I do a perception check on it? Or on... I don't think you'd really perceive, like... I'll, I'll give you a sense motive on it. Okay. I'll give you a sense motive to see, like, Freya grimace. I'll roll the score... Uh, the, uh, the dragon scale die now. 19 on the die for 24. 24? Yeah, but the 24, I think you you were you were watching Freya and you saw her staring intently and then you kind of saw the fear in her eyes and then you saw her kind of wince. Got it. He'll I mean, I'm I'm guessing Matumbe is also standing by and he'll elbow him in the calf and uh, 
something uh, went wrong. Is there any way that you could help her? You may get Arcana. Sure. are not great tonight that is uh but my arcana is stellar so that's going to be a, a 30 total you think there was something uh that was blocking the scrying not of eclipse specifically which because she acquiesced to being scried upon let you see an image of her yeah. but probably the area itself the area she's in had some sort of anti-scrying effect and so although you were able to get a brief image you weren't able to watch her for the full couple of minutes you could just kind of see a couple glimpses of her before this whatever aura it is just retaliated at you Mm. so it wants us to know it outside of character it's not unheard of for there to be uh, countermeasures put in place to resist scrying it seems our friend Freya bumped up uh, onto one of those countermeasures. It did not go well. Did you see our friend Eclipse? Very briefly. She's still alive for now. And I'm what's guess in what I guess is the house she described. I'll need to take a second to get back to normal. And she pulls out the wand of lesser restoration and uses two charges of it. Are you ready now? There can be no delay. I think it's best if we leave. She's still alive for now, but who knows how long that'll last with someone watching over the house. It is okay, Freya. Uh, We can all be redeemed even for your performance. I have no idea what you mean. I guess he's trying to come in with a new character and throw shade when he knows that that's not allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got all the information we could, so Freya grabs Matumbe and Air Bear's hands and then um, as with everyone linked up in a circle she uses the forked rod attuned to Abaddon and on each prong. that'll uh, cushion the landing for us uh, oh. and then we will travel, she'll cast plane shift and I will need to roll a D100 to see how far away we are from where we're trying to go, mm-hmm. which is the house. I'll say it's how far you are away from Blood Rod itself because okay, that's, that's the only lead you have on this house. Well, it could be a lot worse. So I rolled a 48. So five times 48 is how many miles away we are. So you're almost 250 miles away. Yeah. Um, and you, you all feel it. It's a sickening sensation, this 
movement in between the planes. You're holding hands in kind of a circle here, and it feels like you're spinning too rapidly. And you you feel dizzy and ill for a moment, and the light that you were seeing outside the new morning dims. And it almost acts as an event horizon. Your vision is drawn to the horizon of the area and you start to see light, but it's dim, this orange, this orange and brown, the land and the sky. And then as you look up, you see the eclipsed sun looming over you like a gouged out eye. And then you hear it, the sound of so many flies, like you're only feet away from a weak, rotted corpse. But there's no smell, just the sound of buzzing and the dim light And as you adjust yourselves, you see that you're on the high ground on a hill. And what you see sprawling out before you is a gloomy metropolis. Those of you that have seen Absalom would say this is at least 10 times the size of the world's greatest city. And it stretches out beneath you. And I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh, oh man. Here. But Welcome. I knew it. 